0: while I think of it uh, Tinder and I put down some other sheets for dialogue spaces for tomorrow and Friday so please feel welcome and if there isn't enough space we just make a bit more space in that for people so just let us know (coughs) yes so please feel welcome to yeah. To come, spend time. It's, it's not an interview. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there are some you know, that I don't think either of us have spoken with. Yeah. But no, no, you're really welcome. You don't have to come with anything. Yeah. As we said before, it can just be really helpful to articulate. Yeah. What you're doing in your cultivation, Mm. so yeah, so that opportunity is there, and we're really delighted to offer it. It's a privileged to share share in your experience and cultivation. Mm. We aren't here very often. Mm. So, we don't know how long you are here for either. Mm. Mm. Any questions? No. I have a question about the Mula Sutta, the All Desire of gives Yes. yes. Uh, is that a non-dual teaching? Is that sort of saying all thoughts self-liberate? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Uh, yes, it leads that way, but it's interesting how it, it starts. It's not, it doesn't start non-dual, does it? But it takes you to the non-dual realization if you really follow that through in a contemplative way, you see the self-liberating um, possibility. So it's not denying anything and it's not um, affirming anything, but seeing the arising and the ceasing, which is, can everyone hear me? got this going. The the self-liberating peace, the yielding deliverance as essence, comes as a result of cultivation, you know, the seeing where things come from, seeing the rooted in chanda or desire, interest, something comes into focus, then gradually it's headed by concentration, dominated by mindfulness, surmounted by wisdom. wisdom that discerning factor of mind that really and truly recognizes, sees what's happening. And then it reveals, leads into revealing this self-liberation, not that you're you're not doing anything, but there's presence, discernment, mindfulness. And as we know, those things need to be cultivated. Um, So it's using the conditioned some of the conditioned skills of the conditioned mind um, to realise the unconditioned. Mm. And once the realization, the unconditioned, is there, we understand the non-dual nature of the mind or the ultimate reality. And then the possibility of truly understanding form is emptiness, emptiness is form, which is that where the non-dual teachings come from.
0: What is so lovely about it is is that encouragement in it that whatever you pick up if you have the capacity to meet it as Tindra says with the faculties of mindfulness, collectedness, wisdom oh, the whole thing flows from there, so the trick is in developing the availability That's yes. this. <laughs> and a capacity which is what I you know, where the cultivation of cultivation of path comes in. Yeah. Um, in the last few days um, my head Starts turning to the right like that until it can't turn anymore, and um, I know it's very gentle, and then releasing gently. But in the past, it's usually to the left and very severe, All of a sudden, it's almost someone's taking my head, and and then when it won't go anymore, they're
1: still trying to make it go even further. Okay. You- you
0: have any idea? <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, so I say to you sometimes the body remembers. So you know, these things we get. I don't know about you, but you can get some really weird things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes they need more attention than just. Know, letting letting the head do what it wants to do but sometimes that's just enough you know, that they they're about some you know energetic just feeling itself and releasing but if it sometimes we actually need to do more therapeutic work you know, in terms of... Know, sometimes it's structural, you know? mm-hmm. there, there are all kinds of levels that things can be arising from. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How to make these things in a responsible way, mm-hmm. you know, not making more of them than they are either. The the strange things that happen, meeting them with suitable attention and response. So, yeah, first off, to notice and to let something unfold. Wonderful. And then how not to grasp it. But to attend to it properly. Mm-hmm. So without asking a lot of things it's hard to quite know, you know what might be the right response for you, but it's always been inquiry what does this need? Mm-hmm. Is it about something physical, structural? Is it a bit of craniosacral would help? The system relax, and whatever that's about, become more mm. available. Sometimes it's enough just to be present to these things. Mm. Just let it be a mystery. Well, um, or or inquire, but gently, you know, because you don't. It's not like we want to inquire as a way of getting rid of things, or but just so we know we are attending suitably. I've seen people with weird things going on that nobody did anything about (laughs) and it gets completely out of hand. So, no no attention, no response isn't the thing either. It's about um, inquiry: what's it about? Is it, is it a hindrance to your well-being? No. So we come from this place of care and attention, without solidifying anything or making anybody out of it. No. I imagine every one of you have had weird physical things happen in your meditation. Seems to be part of what happens. But it's to know there are kind of boundaries with that.
1: This disturbing. Um, okay. um, yeah, I found that the, with meditation practice you actually become more sensitive to what's going on physiologically which is a good thing. and um, When you learn how to relax, and the body has its own intelligence, actually. And if you learn how to relax, what I uh, have experienced is that it, it attempts to realign itself. You know, Sometimes in, in terms of its natural balance of energy, when you sit meditation, sometimes you become aware of where we're kind of holding energy and contorted, and where energy feels stuck, and just being aware of that and taking a breath through it, you can feel the relaxation in the shoulder or the hand unfolding. So if you if you let the body do what it needs to to relax, it sometimes shifts itself around. You know, you hear tendons cracking, and, and you're not doing it, but it's finding way back into balance, and your open mindfulness and relaxation is allowing those things to to happen. So sometimes you get you can get those deeper, stranger shifts going on. You, know. so you can choose to let that be something that unfolds. You know, even in private, I went through a period where I did some standing meditation. And just let my body do what it wanted to do, whether it was you know, leaning forward or backwards or even contorting. I did this privately. You know. <laughs> um, just because I wanted to learn how to listen into the body and let it do what it was inclining towards. Sometimes it would you know kind of curl up without pushing or changing anything, then it would Open up again. You know, so just, just very gentle exploration into what is this body? What is it doing? Because we do discover that we get really postured. Yeah. You know, um, there's this, um, psychology, this idea of armoring—you know—it's all defence mechanisms. We armor against the world, um, and that has effects in the body. You should learn to relax in meditation. Things the not start undoing. Mm. And when there has been trauma, it's, it's been known, if, and many of us have had various kinds of trauma in our lives, but sometimes the body almost wants to reenact something in order to let it come fully into mm. expression and mm. intelligence. I remember one story from. I think it's Peter Levine's work, Mm, talking about working with autistic children or or someone who had been involved in an accident where their head went through a windscreen and their body kept wanting to perform that same movement, head through the windscreen, something like this is how I remember it. But what I remember is the body had its own intelligence, it wanted to bring something to expression in order to be released. So, our mindfulness is actually our awareness, and heartfelt mindfulness is the most important thing of that. That we allow something to come into expression without, as we were saying, grasping it as a self, but just whatever it is, it can teach us if we hold it wisely.
0: Um, And sometimes we get someone else to hold it. Yes, yeah. to help us. Which is, you know, I guess the, you know, cranial sacral or whatever, where we just get a bit more support. Yeah, because yeah, the body is sorting itself out but sometimes it's helpful. Just have some, some very non-intrusive support in that. Because, yeah. yeah, the stuff... That's incredible. <coughs> the thing we're in. Or not in. <laughs> in and not in. Not in. <laughs> Neither in, not, not in. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's enough, eh? Cool. Unless someone had something particular. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. enjoy this. Hi.